Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We're chatting with someone at the top of their category, an elite entrepreneur, and we're going to talk about getting more momentum with Will Moore. And just a fast interruption here. Stay tuned for an insider's brief about our children and youth later in this episode. Now, this intro may sound like a repeat of last week's show, but there is something very different here. In interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people at the top of their category, one point has become very clear. A lot of them have had to deal with adversity, pitfalls, and disasters. And they all learned from failures and eventually rose to the top of their game. So how do we do that? How do we bounce back? How do we make this happen? Is there any business that's perfect from inception? Is there any easy way to success? No, actually, there really isn't. But then again, there is a path to follow that makes it easier. And while we're at it, this is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. We want to help you get very successful at dealing with and beating setbacks and failures. Meet Will Moore. He started doorstep delivery way back in the day and eventually sold that in the nine digits. Today, he hosts the podcast Gamify Your Life, and he has hundreds of thousands of followers. Sounds great? But his life was full of adversity that will shock you, and it's shocked me. Let's get into it. Hi, Will. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Hey, Tony. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Super psyched to be here. Thank you. I am very looking forward to learning from failure, and what you've bounced back from is just amazing. So I'm just going to turn the floor over to you, Will. Can you please tell us what's your backstory? Uh, yeah, so in my world, I like to call it my origin story. It's a little more exciting, comic booky, gamified. Uh, but yeah, so I I was born in California to two hippie parents, um, and very quickly we moved to Hawaii. My mom was actually an army brat, so the opposite of a hippie. Uh, she, my grandfather was a general in World War II and the Korean War, and she rebelled. She went the opposite way. She met my dad. They started smoking weed, drinking and whatnot. And uh, they moved, moved us to Hawaii where she'd been stationed at one point. She's like, hey, we're going to live footloose and fancy free. Might as well do it here, right? So I had an older sister. I was born, uh, she was born Puff Sunpath Moore was her name, if that gives you any indication where my parents' mindset was. I was born Rocky Clay Wooten Moore. Um, and, uh, you know, so it was off to a start and we, but we didn't have any money. We lived in actually, there's, there's bad areas of everywhere you live, even paradise. Uh, so we lived in a pretty actually bad area. We were the only white kids. Um, and we lived in, uh, we went to school and they called us Howley's, you know, as all the, all the locals shaka bra. I actually spoke pigeon back in the day, uh, forgotten it all. But, um, so we, we weren't, we weren't super accepted and we, we actually got mugged. I got mugged with my sister when we were like, she was like six and I was like four. Um, some kids held us up at night point on the way home. So it just, it wasn't the best environment, even though we were like three blocks from the beach and we would go and that was amazing as kids. That's, that's what I remember. Uh, but my mom moved us to DC, Bethesda, Maryland. And so we lived there for a while and I just never really found my groove. Um, I've always been very sensitive. And I, I got there and I, you know, had this shoulder length hair and I looked like this total hippie kid and spoke pigeon and people, and I was very overweight, uh, for a kid at the time, whatever. So I think people were just like, who is, they didn't know what to make of me. And I took everything very personally. And I just got all in my own head as a lot of kids do. And I just never really found my groove. Um, and then flash forward, I got to college. And by the time I got to college, I was your typical victim that was convinced life was out to get me. There's nothing I can do about it. My brain is broken. Uh, and, you know, oh, maybe I'll hit the lottery one day and it'll all be better type of type of deal. Just did, didn't realize or think I could do it on my own or turn my life around. And I had a very serendipitous moment from one of my professors. I threw myself into studies because I didn't have any friends. I didn't get into the fraternity, which was like everybody got into a fraternity at this college. And it was like, if you weren't in one, you were kind of like, 
what's wrong with you? You're an outcast and that's what happened to me. Uh, so I just threw myself into studies and um, I had this course called Religions of the World. And I actually, my professor made a comment and I, I thought the professor was really cool. And he was like this younger, hipper type of professor. And I was like, that's the guy I want to be when I grow up. That dude's cool. You know, it's so super confident and, and all this. And so he just mentioned, he's like, oh yeah, when I was younger, I read this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Completely changed my life. I highly recommend it anyways. And then went back to his lecture. And it, that, that moment, it just, I didn't hear anything he said for the rest of the, the class. I wrote it down. I went straight to the library. Thank God they had it. I, to this day, I wonder if they didn't have that book, what, what, how my life would have gone, but they did. And I devoured it like an insatiable self-help beast, which I then became and was like, okay, there's a different way to look at the world. People do see things similar to me, but I don't have to stay in this victim mind. And that started kind of my journey of becoming a growth, what I call now a growth owner mindset. And I just used myself as a human science experiment, just started reading tons of books, taking tons of notes, writing down what worked, what didn't, trying different things. And I just slowly but surely, it doesn't happen overnight, but I started to, you know, like I said, shift my mindset and my life started to change. And I started to make advances in my physical, in my, in my mindset, in my relationships. Um, I started reading a bunch of career and finance books and entrepreneur books. I, I ended up taking that path, as you know how that ended. Um, I ended up exiting, we ended up exiting our big business for nine figures. So, you know, I got to the point where, you know, and when I, we did exit our business a couple years ago, um, that's just one of my businesses. I, I had multiple. And that was, I realized that that's one piece of the puzzle, but it's not everything. And luckily, I've been reading all these books along the way and, and, and I did understand what actually makes me happy. And yeah, the career part, doing what I loved, growing a business was an amazing feeling, hardest thing I've ever had to do. Um, doing it again. And so I volunteered for a glutton for punishment, but um, it wasn't just, and then, you know, you make a lot of money and you have that goal, but then you realize like, what's going on with your physical, what's going on with your relationships, what's going on with your mindset, what's going on with your emotional health. And those are all things that kind of all tie together. And you need to sort of, I call it firing on all cylinders and all five cores. I call these your five core areas of your life. And I'd just been doing this myself kind of second nature all these years. And I thought, well, you know what? Now that I've sold my company, I'm just going to dedicate my life to helping other people to figure this stuff out and hopefully help young adults. Um, I don't think I mentioned I was actually suicidal in college. There was a very close moment. As I, as I said, it was, it was pretty, pretty grisly there for a while. Uh, so just helping people avoid that type of you know, situation to where they learn these types of principles and what's actually important and what makes you happy. So by the time they get to their young adulthood, it's all expressed through their habits. And they've got these habits that are helping them build momentum and become happier versus what I think is a lot of people that by the time they become young adults, they're focusing on all the wrong things. You know, and it, it, your influencers are your parents and school and your peers and media. I mean, they're just all this stuff is coming at them. And they develop these habits based on what they think will make them happy, which, you know, we're in a capitalistic society that says, you know, make a lot of money and it'll solve all your problems type of type of vibe. And it doesn't take it from me. And so when I actually sold my business, this is a true story. I, I knew what was coming, but it was neat to see, which was I got this big chunk of money and there was like this relief because it was like 12 years of my life. I'd been building this business and I got this huge check. But it didn't last. It, it lasted for about a week. I, I went and played golf. I got some massages. I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. But then very quickly, it was, all right, now what? What's next? And that's when I realized life is about growing. And it's always about moving, moving in the right direction. And, and that's when I realized, you know, and it's not just that money. Is, it's, it's neat and it's nice to have. Um, but it's not what makes you happy. What makes you happy is, is going out. And so I decided to start this company, More Momentum, and get, kind of help people. I've always been a gamer and into gaming and gamification. Help people kind of trick their lizard brains into wanting to take the actions that'll make them happy. Well, it's fascinating. And we're going to get into the success habits and the five cores in just a moment. What I want to do is get deeper into that vision that took you from where you were to setting up the gamify your life which is amazing when people go to your website you'll just see that in action it's just 
it's a website that's all gamified. I really like that. And we're going to, and also that same vision, I think it's the same thing that took you into more momentum. So if you could tell us why you went down that road to set that all up, what was the reason or the vision for that? To set up the, the web, the, the more momentum actual business. Yes. The more momentum. And part of that, I think is the gamify your life, the podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, as I was saying, you know, it's like, I got to a stage where I realized, uh, okay, I've made a lot, I've made this money. I've achieved my goal. I've surpassed way, way more than I ever thought I would financially. What else is life about? And then I realized I started kind of putting the puzzle pieces together and taking all these notes and all this human science experiment stuff I've been doing with myself over the years. And I said, well, it's about these five main areas. And then I realized there's a second piece to it. It's not just about sharing the info because everybody has their own take on life. And there's a lot of people that are very smart out there that share their info. But what I saw as the elephant in the room with all this is that personal development, wellness, self-help, whatever you want to call it, um, it's really difficult especially it's difficult no matter what, but in this day and age with an, in, an on-demand Insta society where you can click a button and get anything you want. And our ADD is running rampant because you know, you want those instant dopamine hits and you want to get that, that visual and then your brain craves that and anything that doesn't support that, you know, you run in the opposite direction. And what does that mean? That means learning's becoming a lot harder and the discipline needed to, to read books and you know, the, all these things that I used to do, I think it's harder for today's young adult to, to read full, full on books. Like, cause they can go on it, TikTok and in four seconds, they can get that dopamine hit. And so I thought, how can I combine all this? Like, how can I use, instead of going against the grain, how can I reduce the friction to sort of marry the two to where I'm using behavioral science and technology and combining it with personal development so that people want to take the actions and it's almost, they don't feel like they're learning or that they're improving, but it's, it's happening. And so that's where this whole gamify your habits, gamify your life stuff came from. And I've been just, again, an insatiable self-help be- or beast, like learning about gamification and, and behavioral science and why people do what we do and why we get hooked on things and what makes us take action. Because you got to take the action and, and, and habits, again, I mentioned earlier, that's what this all revolves around is your habits. To me, you are your habits, your habits are you. And if you don't, because once, once they're done, habits don't care if they're good or bad, helping or hurting you. But once they're formed, that's it. Then they're on autopilot and they're either, they're either helping or hurting you. So if you've got fail, what I call these failure habits that are making you less happy, um, taking you in the wrong direction. And you know, you've got to figure out a system to replace them with success habits. And I think it's just become really, really difficult. And so hence, that's why I'm doing with my gamification. We're talking about getting more momentum with Will Moore. A little bit of a play on words. His website is moremomentum.com and more is M-O-O-R-E. M-O-M-E-N-T-U-M, moremomentum.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on getting more momentum with Will Moore. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey, entrepreneurs, spring is finally here. That means backyard hangouts and barbecues. And you know having comfortable furniture indoors is just as key as having comfortable furniture outdoors, especially when you're going to be spending a lot of your time in your backyard, hanging out in the weekends, on the evenings, and after a long week of hard work. And you know these days, patios and backyards are the extension of your home into the outdoors for relaxation, fresh air, and having fun with friends and family. So finding the right furniture to suit your family needs can be daunting. It's hard to imagine how a product's going to behave under certain conditions. For example, spills, pets, inclement weather, and regular wear and tear. This can take endless journeys to various patio and big box stores to find the right product. And even then, you're not sure if it's going to hold up to your needs. So guys, let me introduce you to the perfect solution. Outer, that's O-U-T-E-R. Outer has the world's most beautiful, comfortable, innovative, and high-quality outdoor furniture. 
all of which are made from sustainable materials. And you know it's the only outdoor furniture with a patented built-in cover to make protecting it effortless. And guys, you have to see how the cover works. It's ingenious. And they offer products from teak chairs to fire pit tables. Everything Outer makes has the look and feel of what you would expect at a five-star resort for less than you would pay at a big box store for something that won't last. And they have something for everyone's style. And Outer has a unique sales model, which is totally revolutionary. Instead of salesmen, you can schedule to visit local neighborhood customers who showcase their own Outer products. You can touch, feel, sit, experience, and have a relaxed conversation with someone else who owns and uses these products. And there's over a thousand neighborhood showrooms across the country. They share their experiences about the Outer products with you to give you an honest opinion of how they stand up. I really like that a lot. And no matter how small or odd shape your outdoor space may be, their stunning modular design can be customized to fit your space. Outer products are made with life-proof materials that are water, mold, bleach, and stain resistant. And that's important for me as I live in the redwoods where it rains most of the time and mold and water can be issues. And as far as comfort, the cushions are as comfortable as your most luxurious mattress. They're triple memory foam. And I really love my Outer Bug Shield throw blanket. It's lightweight and it's really soft. It's going to get a lot of use during the summer months, sitting outdoors, enjoying life, and knowing that it's going to keep the pests, especially those mosquitoes, away from us. This blanket helps make the outdoors more enjoyable, and I can see more of their products gracing my patio in the future. And you can see all of the products for yourself at liveouter.com Tony. And lastly, Outer Furniture comes with best-in-class warranties like 10 years for their chic aluminum line and a two-week trial with free returns. See the difference at liveouter.com Tony. Plus, for a limited time, get $300 off and free shipping. This is Outer's best offer anywhere, only available to podcast listeners. And only for a limited time, get $300 off and free shipping at liveouter.com slash Tony. Liveouter.com slash Tony. Terms and conditions apply. And that's L-I-V-E-O-U-T-E-R dot com slash T-O-N-Y. Guys, visit Outer and experience this innovative shopping model today. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Erso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about getting more momentum with Will Moore. And please check out my Elite Entrepreneur interviews on Apple Podcasts, or you can find everything back to day one at Tony, D-U-R-S-O, dot com slash podcast. And now back to the chat with Will. Well, let's get more into your vision path here and kind of drill down. You just started talking about the success habits and so forth. Let's really drill on it. And can you take us through the journey or through the road or the path on really developing some great success habits? Yeah. So again, so right. So going back to kind of what I was saying briefly, you know, we have all these habits that we've developed. They come from our parents. They come from our influencers, which are our parents. Then it's school, peers, social media, you know, all these things combine. And then we start taking actions. And then before we know it, those have dug our our brain actually literally changes. Like if you were to put it under a, a microscope and these neurons, neurons that fire together, wire together, fire together, they say, and they start connecting. And then they say, okay, because your brain's constantly trying to conserve energy. Okay. And, and so if it gets something where it's like, all right, I got that, then it doesn't want to have to worry about it. And it can focus on the next thing. And so we develop these habits that are on autopilot, whether it's, you know, it's, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're hungry and you go for a snack, right? That can go two ways. A failure habit would be, you're grabbing the cookies and the Cheetos and the ice cream. A success habit would be you've replaced those things. And at eye level, the first thing you see is a healthier snack that at first isn't going to taste t- quite as good to you because you've developed that habit of the, the bad stuff. But it actually, you'll get to the point where if you, if you kind of, I call it fake it till you make it, you keep taking that action over and over and it's good enough 
and you know what the reward's going to be and you have a goal of, of what you're trying to do, then you get to a point where all of a sudden, not only does it taste as good, but it tastes better. And you can't believe that you were eating all that crap before and putting that into your body. And you're like, this is so much such a better. So that's an example of, and that's your, so that fits, that's one habit within one core. That's your physical health core. Uh, physical health core covers everything from your eating habits to your sleep habits, to your exercise and all these things related to your physical. And so it's about continually moving in that right direction by re- systematically replacing all of these failure habits with success habits in each of your course. Well, let's uh, get into the five cores and take them one by one and uh, tell us, what can we learn from you on this? Okay, well, so your mindset is the first core. It's the most important core because if your mind's not working for you, um, if it's working against you, you're going to have a really hard time you know, getting those other cores going for you. And they all kind of work hand in hand. So the more you improve in one, the easier it is to improve in the others. And mindset in particular, it uh, goes back to like what I was saying in, in college, I was your typical fixed victim is what I call it. Somebody who was like, my brain's broken. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, you know, I, I'm going to, every t- if I would fail or I would get bad feedback from somebody, it made me a failure versus a growth owner who says, all right, I was born the way I was born. I've got certain strengths. I've got certain things that aren't so great. I'm not going to worry about those. I'm going to outsource those, figure out how to work around those. I'm going to work, focus on my strengths, things I'm super passionate about. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to set goals and I'm going to make sure that I get there no matter what. And if I fail, I'm going to fail beautifully. I'm going to fail forward. I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to say, okay, what did I get from this? That is going to now help me pivot around it to get to that ultimate goal that I'm hitting. And, you know, the idea is every single day you're, you're getting bigger, better, faster, stronger, smarter, like the $6 million man, um, which doesn't sound that much anymore. But remember the $6 million man? Now you're kind of like $6 million man. Now in today's day, it would be like the, the $6 billion man. But anyways, um, you know, and so that's the idea. And, and you give fear the finger and, you know, you just sort of say, okay, I'm going to get there no matter what. And if I fail, it doesn't make me a failure. Or if, if I stumble, it just means I got to learn from it and move forward. There's a huge difference there uh, between that fixed victim and that, that growth owner. Um, because, you know, when you look at life as, okay, I'm not there yet. It's only a matter of time versus, oh, I suck. I'll never get there. Like, you've already, you've already lost before you've started. Okay, so then you move into your career and your finances, which is basically... It's not just about making money, as we've already discussed. It's about, are you loving what you're doing? Are you marrying your passions and your strengths? Are you getting up every day and being like, oh, sweet, I get to do this every day? And of course, we all have days where we're like, I don't want to get out of bed today. I'm tired, whatever. But in general, you know, are you, are you passionate and loving what you do? And then that comes across. And then that, those, are, those are always the best ways to make money anyways, because people pick up on that. And if you're using your natural strengths, you're going to be good at something and you're passionate about it. You're going to be able to push through those tough times when you're going to get obstacles that are going to get in the way and it's going to make it harder. But if you don't love what you're doing, you're just doing it for a paycheck, you're going to run into stumbling blocks and it's going to be a lot harder to move forward. Uh, And then the finance part of that is growing your wealth exponentially, right? So it's not just about making money, but do you understand the law of compounding and are you putting it to work? Are you, do you, you know, when you're making money, are you putting some into something that's growing, whether it's real estate, stocks, whatever. Uh, then the next core, your third one is your physical health, or excuse me, your relationships. Uh, we all n- un- understand that relationships are important, but I think, again, tying back to what I was saying earlier, we're in this, gen- this Insta generation now where it's, you can click a button and get anything. People are staying home more because of COVID. Uh, we're not doing that face-to-face like we did. I mean, this is, this is better than just at least texting, but even being in person, there's literally there's changes in you. And then that we need that as human beings and to spend real time with people. And I put it into three categories. You've got your colleagues and acquaintances, people that you work with or that you interact with kind of on a daily basis, but aren't on your super tight circle. And then you've got your friends and your family, and then you've got your significant other, if that's it's something. I don't believe you have to have a significant other to be happy, but if you have one, Again, there's certain rules and habits and universal principles that you want to put in place to develop for these three types of relationship. Uh, then your fourth is your physical health, which is, we discussed that, you know, it's sleeping, eating, exercising, 
you know, what are the habits that you've developed there? Uh, you know, living, living a long, energetic, full life um, versus constantly having pain and, and weight issues and energy issues and these types of things. Uh, I mean, depression, I mean, there's a huge link, obviously, between the mind and the body. Depression, you know, they've done studies where, you know, even though I do believe depression is a disease, exercise and eating right can have a huge amount on how depressed people are. Uh, whereas I think a lot of people think, well, if I just need to take more Prozac or I just need to whatever. And again, I'm not against that type of stuff, but I think it's a combination. Um, and then the last one is your emotional health and your giving back core, which is, you know, basically, are you enjoying the ride? Are you, are you just, are you tunnel visioned and just looking two feet ahead of you and what your next to do is, or are you stepping back and going, this is what's important to me. This is what life's all about. I'm going to make sure that I proactively make time for the things that I love in life and schedule them into my, my routine. And if I, you know, am I, and then handling stress and dwelling um, and these types of things so that those things don't start to take over your life and, and eat you up, you know, focusing on the past and things that happen versus the here and now. And okay, this is where I'm headed. And, and not getting caught up in that type of stuff. And then the giving back portion is just, you know, is there an element where you're giving back to the world? Is the world going to say, I'm glad this guy was in it at the end when it's all said and done? Or is it going to say, I'm really glad that that dude's gone because he just sucked the soul and the life out of me. Get rid of him, right? What legacy are you leaving? What are you, what are you giving back to the planet? And it feels really freaking good. Let me tell you, when you're, when you're not doing that, there's something that's missing in your life. But then when you actually start helping other people, helping the world, sounds cheesy, but it's magical. You, you feel a lot better about your life and you become happier. Will, how do you help other people with this? Do you have a class, a book, training? How does somebody get onto your program? So I have uh, nothing that I'm selling at the moment. I've got an app that I'm building that's going to tie into the gamification stuff, which I'm super excited about. Um, it's basically going to take all this stuff I'm talking about and it's going to put it into one app and it's going to be fun and addictive, but in a good way. So when you level up on screen, you level up on your in life and you're this rocket and you have these five cores of your engine and you're, you start on Earth and you've got to first just to get off of break Earth's gravitational pull. You've got to start replacing your failure habits with success habits. Then you get to the first planet and the next, and you're meeting aliens, and you're fighting through asteroid fields, and you're doing all these things. Uh, so that's I'm hoping to launch that in the next two to three months. I've been working on that for a couple of years now. Then I have a curriculum that I'm building as well that'll go along with that, and uh, eventually a book that's been kind of in the making for 25 years, like I said, since college. But that's, that's third on the list. For our audience, if you go to moremomentum.com and click on the five cores, you'll actually see a little synopsis of what each of the core is, and you'll get some of the success habits. There's examples. So number one is mindset, but you'll also see what the habits are, what that could be in terms of including breathing properly and what you do in the morning and uh, what you might focus on and stuff like that. There's some very good points here. So take a look at this, and even though the app isn't out, the book isn't out or anything, there's some great points here that can kind of point you down the road so that you can learn from the great success that Will has had and help move yourself a lot faster through this. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on getting more momentum with Will Moore. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, now that spring is here and summer's around the corner, we all want our lawns to look as lush and green as possible. And this can be very difficult for some of us. We all want that beautiful soft green grass under our feet when we're hanging out with the family. But winter takes a toll on our lawns, making them look uninviting like they've been through a battle with the harsh weather elements. You know, brown spots, dead patches that make it unsightly, and not the happy place to hang out and relax. And of course, there's curb appeal in having an attractive lawn to frame your home. We all need to rehab our lawns from the harsh winter weather. So what's the solution? It's called Sunday. Sunday gets your lawn growing. It helps keep it healthy all season long. We moved to a new house and the lawn really needed some love, and Sunday came to the rescue. And you know, with all the harsh products and chemicals on the market, it's hard to figure out how to get that lawn looking beautiful 
as well as safe for the pets and kids. Well, Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, molasses, you can feel good with your kids and pets being around. All you have to do is visit sunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. It's so simple, you just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes, guys. Best of all, this stuff really works. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash D-U-R-S-O. And that's G-E-T-S-U-N-D-A-Y dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, now go enjoy your beautiful lawn today. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about getting more momentum with Will Moore. And if you podcast, let's get you more engagement on your episodes with thousands of visitors checking out your content. Go to Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash grow and see how we can help you. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash grow. And now back to the chat with Will. I think there's just, these are some great points to recap. Number one is mindset. Number two is career and finance. Three is relationships. Four is physical health. And five is emotional health. And I really like these. One of my favorite is the lunch break push-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, again, that's just the way, like, you know, I'm working and then the, I, I'm done with the day and my kids want to spend time with me. So I only have time to work out at the end of the day like I used to when I was single. So it's like, okay, where, how am I going to fit it in? And so, right, I do it. I, when I'm heating up whatever I'm eating, I... I get my push-ups done and that's become a habit. It's become automatic. And another way I work in exercise, a, a neat little gamification technique is I actually, I'm playing with my kids. So I'm habit stacking. I'm combining two habits into one. It's something that I'm already doing, which is playing with my kids and having fun. And then I add like push-ups and I'll like take them and I'll do this with them and I'll, you know, get my triceps going because I've got a two and a half year old and a five year old. So they're still small enough for me to do that. Or I'll lift them up. And so I literally like work out with my kids. Same here. When I started podcasting, I've been sedentary for so long, but now I take hour walks with my dog. So it's just great because at least something. So it just keeps you going, keeps you going, keeps you going. So I really like that. Okay. We've got these great points here, which is very good. And we've learned a lot from you on some of your habits and we've talked a little bit about it, but do you feel there's anything aside from these five core, anything in particular in terms of a habit, maybe just a habit of seeing that you're doing your five core, but just anything that you do that you feel this is really important. Like one of the things you say is you got to have at least seven hours of sleep. I mean, I come from the corporate days where I think the best I ever got was, well, five, maybe six hours of sleep on average, usually three or four, which isn't always good. So there's certain key points that you have to, I think, have to have to help yourself move on the path to success. If there's anything that comes to mind on that from you, please. Yeah. So, I mean, so real quick before, before I forget one thing that I didn't, that I didn't mention. And if people go to this page at the bottom, there's actually, I do have this little happiness quiz that people can take. So the idea is you get a sense of where you stand in each of your five course. Uh, it's just like three questions for each core and it'll, and then it's got a scoring system at the end. So you can at least kind of get an overview of like, okay, where do I, you know, where do I stand in my physical health? Where do I stand in my relationships type of thing? And then from there, you know, you, you obviously um, would then take it to the next level, which answers your, your question. So for me, things that I do is I've been using the system for years where it started with a piece of paper. I got it from Benjamin Franklin, where along the, the spine, you write the habits that you want to develop. He called them your, uh, I'm drawing a blank. He, he, your, he had a different word than habits, but basically your habits. 
Uh, and then along the top, you have your, your days of the week, Monday through Sunday. And each day you basically at the end of the day, and I used to write these out and print them. And each day I would do it, you would just check off. Um, did you do that habit or not? And so that evolved then into like a, a word document, which then evolved into a Microsoft spreadsheet, which is what I use currently, which is now going to be the app. Um, and it's just gotten to the point where it's a little bit lengthy and it takes too much time to review these things, but it's so important. So one of my biggest habits I do is every single morning when I sit down, I review myself for the period previous day. I score myself and I say, how did I do? And I look at how I did in each core and each of the habits that I'm working on and I give myself a score. And then that, you know, you track that over time and you see how you're doing. And so with the app, it's going to make it a lot more fun to want to do that because then you're, you know, when you, when you are, are, you put a couple days together and you get these streaks and you get a streak and then you get momentum you get momentum and you're able to get to the next planet. You get to the next planet, you get to meet cool aliens and you get to, you know, see, see new things and explore different galaxies and these types of things. So it's, it's very exciting. I'm super, super psyched to launch that. You know, growing up, I really liked Benjamin Franklin. At the time we didn't have access like we do now on the internet to have access to all of his materials. But I really liked how he he operated and how he looked at things. And uh, he was just really one of my favorites from anything I could get as a kid. And also, that book that we just talked about, you just talked about earlier, the How to Influence Your Friends. Um, I forget the, how the title exactly goes, but I read that as a teenager. And it really changed my life. It really put things in a a unique perspective, not that it's everything you need, but it, it just really helped codify things for me and put a focus there. And hey, being Italian, it kind of comes easy as well, <laughs> but it was very good. How to, what's the full title? How to Influence Your Friends. There was more to it. What, what was that? Title? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. He wrote it back That's in right. like the thirties or forties. So it's, I mean, the book's like 80, 90 years. I mean, it's, it's like almost a century year old. It's crazy. Um, but you read it and this is where I knew I was like, okay, there's something here. There's universal principles that have been around since the beginning of man. And they're going to be around until we destroy ourselves. And if I can live my life by these, then I will, I will be a happier, more productive, successful, whatever you want to call it person. And that's what, so I made it my mission to kind of learn these things. And so Dale Carnegie's book, I mean, to sum up his universal principle in a nutshell is essentially just take it off, take the attention off of yourself and make it about the other person. Just make the other person feel important. That's it. And if I could say it in one sentence and he does a whole book and you, you know, there's all these examples and you really, it just starts to click and you go, wow, it's not about me. If I want to be loved, if I want to have all the riches in the world, if I want to have all the friends and, and all this, just make the other person feel special. Be genuinely interested in them. And again, that's not something that just comes naturally because most of us are selfish human beings and it's all about us, right? And so you got to practice these things. And, but but by, by forcing yourself to ask questions and, and these little habit tricks and hacks that you can use to sort of get your mind off of yourself and on the other person, then you really do become interested in these people. And then that comes across more genuine. And then you start remembering names and you start asking questions about their family and whatnot. And then that is reciprocated tenfold. You know, when you show somebody that you respect them and think they're important, then it comes back to you and then some, which is a really neat process. Those are some great resources for our entrepreneurial audience. Are there any other resources that you can think of that have really stimulated you to success and have really helped you on? I mean, uh, Benjamin Franklin is good. Andrew Carnegie is good. Just if there was anything else that you think is pivotal to our success as an entrepreneur, I, I think you're, uh, I, th I know you've got something else there. I mean, yeah, I, I, so, I mean, my library is there. I've read so many books. There's so many, I mean, I, I'd say the top three books, one would be that how to win friends and influence people. Second would be Maybe it's a tie between um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, another old one, but really, really good. And that's, that's, that's not just for finances, which it sounds like it is, but it, it, it is that, but it's also your mindset. It's a mindset book. Um, and then also Rich Dad, Poor Dad 
which is, I'd say those are two, those two are tied for a career in finances, um, just in terms of how to exponentially grow your wealth and how to look at money like the rich people, like, like wealthy people do and just get into that mindset. Uh, and then, I mean, the third book, which is a more recent one is, is, um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he does a really great job of describing this, these habits that I'm talking about and how integral they are in our lives and how much they dictate our happiness, the actions we take, all these things, and we don't really realize it. And he kind of breaks it down. And so that was kind of a really cool book for me to read uh, as I started to really get into this stuff. Because then I said, well, what he's missing though, like I said earlier in the, this broadcast, the elephant in the room, what he's missing is like a way to connect the dots. Like he's telling you all this great stuff that you're like, yes, yes, habits, I need to improve. And he has some suggestions, but there wasn't a way, it wasn't gamified. There wasn't a way to like a system to make sure that people actually started doing these things. And I said, I want to marry the two. I want to take all that awesome information and make sure that it's put into a, a system that's fun and interesting for people to want to take the actions so that it actually makes a difference in their life. You know, when I look at some of this and I look at your site, the one thing that, that attracted me right away and I go, I want to do this interview, I want, I want to meet Will, is gamify your life. Because I think of life is really, if you look at it as a fun event, as an actual game, it changes the point of view and it changes how you actually operate in that life. and. While a game you consider is something, well, you know, you're searching for something. I consider it something you're having a lot of fun at while you're on that journey. And I just love that concept to gamify our life. And I, I, I can't wait to have your, your app and see what you have on that. But to me, that takes the drudgery out of it. It's, it, takes the, it, it helps you when you run into a barrier. It's just as if you're playing some, you know, computer game or, you know, you're looking at it as a fun event. And I think that point of view just changes everything in, in accomplishing and getting one's success. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Right. Again, that goes back to your mindset, how you're, how you're perceiving things, how you're looking at the world. Um, and that's, that's going to make all the difference. And if you're looking at it like, all right, let's go, this is a game and I want to win it. And how do I do that? We got to do these certain things versus, oh God, another day I got to get up and go to work or do this stuff that I hate doing and for me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not yet. And I think the purpose really helps into that. I didn't really focus too much on your purpose at the beginning and because I just got caught up. But I think having that purpose that we'll get up and do and, and work on whatever it is just because we love it so much is so important, whether we get paid or not. Of course, eventually we'll get paid so that we can eat and all that. But I think it's that purpose, that reason, that really just sets the stage in the whole thing. Absolutely, right? You gotta be, it's, you gotta have your why. You gotta know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And versus, again, that, that ties to being a growth owner of saying, okay, I got what I, I got all these great things and I'm going to figure out how to put them together and I'm going to have a goal and I'm going to, I'm going to move towards it. And that's okay if that goal changes and if, and if it pivots, you know, that's as you become more aware and you learn more about yourself, it may very well, you got to at least have a starting point. Otherwise you're a fixed victim being just pulled this way and that by every, you know, shiny object that comes across your, your screen, which these days it's a lot. This is the Tony D'Urso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues on getting more momentum with Will Moore. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. That's the all-time favorite sound of cha-ching we all love. It means the sale, money. And that's the sound of another sale on Shopify the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y. Shopify gives you, the entrepreneur, the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses like yours can sell anywhere. With Shopify, you can synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. As you know, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. 
I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the world. You're an entrepreneur, so what do you have to sell? Custom watches that you made? Consulting or technology services? Go ahead and search for what to sell on Shopify and you'll be amazed at the suggestions. Perhaps that will stimulate you to create another great selling product. And cha-ching! Guys, did you know Shopify powers over 2 million businesses from first sale to full scale? You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Go to shopify.com Tony, all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Tony right now. Shopify.com slash Tony. And that's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash T-O-N-Y. All lowercase. Come on, guys. Let's use Shopify to cha-ching us to the top. Shopify.com slash Tony. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about getting more momentum with Will Moore. And would you like to help us grow to help all entrepreneurs and small businesses around the world? If you can drop a kind review for our podcast on Apple, that would be wonderful. Simply go to Apple Podcasts and use any Apple device and search for Tony, D-U-R-S-O. Make sure the Tony D'Urso Show shows up in the search and click it. And once that opens up, scroll down and click on Ratings and Reviews and then write a review. I thank you kindly. And now, back to the chat with Will. Yeah, well, having that vision and knowing and having that objective in place of where you're going really helps so that no matter what storm or barriers come in, you you're still on focus. You're still on that path because, you know, that's your reason. That's your why. That's your purpose. Great points here. I think we've covered just about everything. Oh, yes. Your podcast. We didn't really talk too much about your podcast, Gamify Your Life. I presume we can find that on the usual Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and so forth. It's all about gamifying your life. And it's, it covers these five cores. If we listen to it, we'll get more information on the five cores and success habits? Yeah, I interview people like you. You know, I, I interview thought leaders and people that are, have excelled in their fields. And then I, I get into asking them, you know, well, what are the habits you've developed? You know, how, are you gamifying? How are you gamifying? Because everybody does things differently. And, and, you know, as people listen to my podcast, they may go, oh, wow, you know, that's, I never thought about it that way. I could use that. I could, I could trick my brain into taking that action and doing that and developing that habit the way that this person's doing it. Um, and so it's just kind of ways to, to help you sort of see how other successful people are doing it and try to start mirroring that in your life. I'm going to go check that out. Sounds great. Well, once, once again, we talked about getting more momentum with Will Moore, and you can find him at moremomentum.com. Will, very interesting and intriguing. I can't wait for your app and your book to come out. I want to thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you so much. This has been awesome, Tony. I appreciate you letting me babble and talk about all this stuff. Um, I'm, as you can see, I'm super passionate. I'm living. I'm walking my walk and talking my talk. I'm. I'm. These are. I'm using my strengths, and this is what I'm super passionate about. And I'm turning this into something where, you know, I'm helping the world hopefully and leaving that legacy like we talked about earlier. Um, so I'm. I'm grateful to be on a platform where I can spread that message. So thank you. And here's an insider's brief about our children and youth. A new study from the After School Alliance shows parents recognize after-school programs as they support wellness and mental health among children and youth. And with us is Jody Grant, Executive Director of the After-School Alliance, which is a nonprofit public awareness and advocacy organization. Hi, Jody, and welcome. Thank you, Tony. I'm thrilled to be here. Jody, can you please tell us about the After School Alliance's new study titled After School Promotes Healthy Futures? Sure. Um, and, and thank you for giving me the chance to talk about our study because it could not have come out at a more timely um, 
moment. As uh, many of us know, um, mental health was a challenge for many of our kids prior to the pandemic, but a new report from the Surgeon General and a new survey of teenagers coming out of the CDC shows that we have hit all-time highs with kids reporting sadness, depression, anxiety, and even suicidal thoughts. And what is um, so promising about our report is that parents are validating what we've always known about high-quality after-school programs is that they make a huge difference in the lives of kids. If a child has a place where they feel safe mentally and physically, where they feel like they belong, where they get to explore their passions, where particularly coming out of the pandemic, they get to be with other kids and have fun um, and caring adults and learn at the same time, um, that can have a huge impact on their mental wellness, um, as well as their um, academic success. Jody, we have very interesting times today, and I believe that this fits in very well. But can you elaborate why are after-school programs so important for our children and youth, especially with what's going on today? So um, so I, I think for many reasons. I mean, first of all, I want to say that um, after-school programs provide many things that parents that can afford to pay for it for their kids, they do. Um, so when you think about it for the here and now, as well as the future, opportunities to be part of a team, whether it's a sports team, whether it's a theater production, whether it's robotics team, um, there's so many ways for kids to learn and bond with one another, opportunities to get out of your comfort zone and explore things that you might not explore um, otherwise. So, you know, chorus, music, uh, all, all of these things are things that parents that can afford to um, pay for it for their kids because they know it reaps benefits. And I think that, you know, particularly now more than ever, you know, there's been all this focus on academic losses for our kids. But the sad reality is when they haven't been in school and they haven't been in activities, um, that's a huge loss that parents will say is every bit as big as the academic loss. You know, if kids are feeling isolated and alone and depressed, um, it's really hard to succeed academically. I see. And I, I kind of hark back to my days when I was in high school and even grammar school. And we had this opportunity to do baseball after school. And it was like so exciting. It seems to be uplifting. It seems to change and maybe pull one out of the whatever funk, or especially like if they're depressed or so forth. Do you have any kind of results on perhaps with and without after school programs and how beneficial that may be? So, uh, so the answer to that is yes, and there's mounds and mounds of data and research to back this up on www.afterschoolalliance.org. But I'm really thrilled, Tony, that you brought up that example because this report I'm talking about the you know mental health um, piece of it, but it's really about overall child well-being, and a big part of that is access to physical activity too. So, you know, baseball, in addition to being part of a team, you're out, you're moving about, you're not sitting in a chair. Um, and that is absolutely essential for our kids' health. And it's something that after-school programs have always done really well. And our survey shows that they're doing it even better. So, you know, since the last time we did the survey six years before, we're seeing, you know, a 6% increase in the number of programs that are offering um, access to physical activity. It's almost 90%. So whether it's, and most kids, they choose. So it might be a Zumba class. It might be walking around, you know, the campus. It might be baseball, soccer, tennis, um, but all sorts of ways to get kids out about moving and not to mention away from those electronics for a little while. That would be great, wouldn't it? So these are physical activities or out of the home, not necessarily out of the school or perhaps in the school area, but these are out and about type of activities, would it include things like hiking or visiting various, um, every city has certain tourist attractions in certain places. So, so do you so do they, things like that? Yes. So the answer is yes. Uh, so many, many programs really um, look at the resources in a local community. But I say, you know, one of our partners is Outward Bounds. So outdoor education can be a huge component of after school um, field trips. Um, you know, one of the one of the sad things our study found is that far too many kids still don't have access to after school. It's about 25 million kids um, today. Their parents want them in programs, but they don't have access. Um, but when programs can afford it and get resources, field trips to, you know, whether it's the, a museum or a zoo or, you know, a park, that can all be absolutely part of an after school program. I said here in D.C. where I live. 
Um, we actually have after school programs that train kids to be tour guides. And so they learn all about the city and then they can actually get paid to be tour guides showing off their city um, when the tourists come in. So I think all of those things are very much, um, you know, integrated and part of some of the best practices we have out there. You know, I, again, I think back on when I was growing up and we had opportunities to do things, but I had a part-time job at a local place uh, doing, taking care of food. I had a paper route job. I couldn't imagine being in the home. Aren't there any other opportunities or many opportunities for kids to do these types of activities? Um, I'm thinking, why aren't they participating in them? So, um, so no, so the answer is um, there aren't enough. And I also wanted to flag that they do not have to happen in the school. In fact, the best programs have campuses all over, you know, a city or location. It could be in a library, it could be parks and rec, it could be in, you know, a church, a synagogue, a mosque. And this was particularly important during the height of the pandemic when we could not operate in schools. And many programs are still trying to serve kids, particularly kids whose parents still had to go to work. Um, and so they were looking for, you know, every space that they possibly could. Um, but the, the other answer to your question is that the biggest barrier reported by parents in our survey is that either a program doesn't exist in their community, and that might be because there's a long wait list, um, or it's too expensive, or they have a transportation challenge. So, you know, we've got our work cut out for us to try to bring down those barriers so that all kids can have the benefit of these programs. And I would also say that for kids that need to work, which I worked all through high school too, um, that can complement or actually more and more we're trying to make it part of after-school programs. So internships, jobs, apprenticeships, and paid jobs can be part of an experience um, for our older youth in after-school. Jody, I am a concerned parent. You mentioned the website earlier. Where can I find more information about all this? So www.afterschoolalliance.org. And what would I see there? Different types of uh, opportunities? You, you can do everything from searching in your state. Um, we have 50 state partners to see where opportunities are, to if you are somewhere where there aren't a lot of after-school programs, some best practices, some ideas right now. Um, for the first time in my history with the After-School Alliance, there is an opportunity to tap into real federal dollars, COVID relief dollars that school districts have to provide after-school and summer programs. So one of the things we have are talking points to encourage parents to reach out to their school boards and say, we want these programs and we don't necessarily want more school and more summer, new summer school. We want after-school programs, partnerships with community-based organizations where kids can have fun and be free and have a different type of learning experience. Now, I am still a concerned parent, but I'm also on a budget. Things have been tough these days. Is this going to cost me much money? So um, so the answer is it, it depends where you live. But um, in many places, these programs are free or have a sliding scale so that parents pay what they can pay. Um, one of the things we found with after school is that parents, no matter what their income level, they care enough about this that they're willing to pay what they can. Um, but right now, that's that's the number one problem we have, right, is that this, um, you know, the pandemic has exacerbated um, some of the problems with our economy and um, no kids should be left out because they can't afford to pay. Uh, and our country is better off if we actually give them these opportunities because they're building workforce skills for the future. And one more question, Jody. I'm, I'm a young person. I'm always a young person. I'm Italian. Uh, I'm a teenager or just preteen. Can I go to this site and take a look and go, oh, I'm interested in this. Oh, I'm interested in that. Can Are there is there, are there items there for me to explore? So, um, so I love that you brought up that question. Um, the answer is yes. But even more important is um, we want to hear from our young people. So we have a program um, that I'm so proud of called our Youth Ambassadors, where um, we have young adults apply and they, are, they have become national spokespeople for after school. And we constantly um, at the national level, but I'd say also programs at the local level, um, we need to hear from our children and youth about what they want. Um, and that's how, you know, they come, they stay, they learn. Um, and it's how we get better and better at what we do. Jody, I want to thank you very much for briefing us on your new research. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality multiple times over. I'm inspired. We talked about some very good points 
the success habits and the five cores. That was mindset, career and finance, relationships, physical health, emotional health. He's got an app coming out, a book and all sorts of stuff. If you go to his website, you can actually get and zone into these five cores. These are what made huge success. Don't let them go over your head. Take your time, zone in, study each one. This is the good stuff. I want to thank you so much. And please remember supporting this show with a nice review on Apple Podcasts, as well as some comments on the video platforms. I know I ask you about that now and then. And also share this with a few friends to help them too. All right, please use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.